Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Cast the Word. Today's episode is on the topic, Speak Smooth Things. Thank you all so much for joining in to today's episode. Our foundation scripture for today's episode is found in Isaiah chapter 30, starting in verses 8 through 11. It says, Now go, write it before them on a tablet, and note it on a scroll, that it may be for time to come, forever and ever, that this is a rebellious people, lying children, children who will not hear the law of the Lord, who say to the seers, Do not see, and to the prophets, Do not prophesy to us right things. Speak to us smooth things. Prophesy deceits. Get out of the way. Turn aside from the path. Cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. In the New Living Translation, listen to how verses 10 and 11 read. It says, They tell the seers, Stop seeing visions. They tell the prophets, Don't tell us what is right. Tell us nice things. Tell us lies. Forget all this gloom. Get off your narrow path and stop telling us about your Holy One of Israel. Unfortunately, this spirit has arrested the attention and the mindset of so many people in our world today. Those scriptures sound so common for today's world. I mean, it just just speaks to where we are in this very hour. Even many so-called Christians today want to hear smooth things preached from the pulpit instead of the Word of God in its entirety. No more do people tremble to hear the truth of the Word of God. No longer do people hunger to hear words of righteousness. Throughout the generations, spiritual leaders before us have always encountered people that have turned deaf ears to the man or woman of God. That's not anything new. But there is something different in our society today where there's not just people that don't want to hear the Word. There seems to be some sort of hatred and anger toward the Word of God now like never before. At least not in my lifetime have I witnessed and seen such hatred toward the man of God that preaches the whole counsel of the Lord, when in reality none of us should want to sit in a church under a pastor that doesn't preach the whole Bible or even believe the whole Bible. Last week we talked about the spirit of no compromise, and we outlined in that episode that if we are to stand boldly and if we are to stand strong today, then that requires us to believe the whole Word of God and to not compromise on the Word to satisfy the world. When in fact, the world will never be satisfied with the Word of God, so why even try? It's contrary. The Word and the world are contrary one to another, just like the flesh and the Spirit are. And as long as the Word is planted deep within your heart, then the world will never be satisfied with you either. But that's okay. Because we're not of this world, we have been called out of the darkness of this world and into His marvelous light. We are just simply passing through. But while we are here, we must not turn into the people in Isaiah's day that told the prophets to quit teaching what's right. Instead, speak to us smooth things. Speak to us things that we want to hear. Never mind if it's true or not. Just don't tell us anything that's going to cause us to be uncomfortable or to be convicted. And that's what we see today in our present society. We see a generation that only wants to hear things in church that make them feel good, that make them feel accomplished, or make them feel religious or spiritual. 
Whether it's true or not is irrelevant. They just want to hear smooth things. We don't want to be convicted anymore. Instead, we want to go to church to hear a gospel preached that's smooth, that doesn't rock any boats or cause any conviction, and that is absolutely and entirely politically correct. Instead, we should want to hear the Bible preached in in such a way that changes the atmosphere in our lives, that causes us to sit back and maybe look within ourselves to see if there are areas of correction in our life that need to be made in order to line up with the Word of God. People today don't want to hear that they are not perfect, contrary to popular belief, and that we all have room for improvement. That's not what this generation today wants to hear. Instead, they want to hear that they are great and that they are established, no matter how they're living, that they are on the right path, even though they may not be. The body today, we've got to hunger for truth. We must hunger for righteousness, and we must hunger to dive deeper and deeper into the Word of God, to know the God of the Bible, and to live according to His standard of righteous living, not to our own, not our own standard. The Word of God, when it's read and preached accurately in its entirety, should create a mirror for us to reflect in to see if there's anything in our lives that we must either lay down at the foot of the cross or improve upon so that we can continue growing and growing in the grace of our Lord. I'm not talking about religious legalism here. I'm talking about righteous living. We are not God, and if we are true born-again Christians, then we do not have the right to shape God into a Lord that adapts to our lifestyle. It's not legalism. It's the fact that there are things in the Bible that are good, and there are things in the Bible that are evil, and it's important for us to recognize and to discern what is good and what is evil, what's righteous living according to the scripture, and what is contrary to righteous living according to the scripture. Too many church leaders today want to preach a bless me gospel of extreme grace, and to that I say, be diligent and be careful. Grace is a real thing, but it is not for us to twist and turn and manipulate God's grace to appease a sinful lifestyle. We must not desire to hear smooth things. We must desire to hear God's voice speak to us through His Word and teach us to grow in Him. So there are a few things that happen when we desire to hear smooth things, and I want to go through some of these points here. Point number one, we diminish who God is and replace Him with our own version of God. When we want to hear smooth things, it creates in us an opportunity to diminish who God is and replace Him with our own version of God. In Kings, we read about King Ahab and his wife Jezebel. Jezebel did not want to hear the words of the Lord's prophets, so she had the prophets sent away to caves, so instead they could just hear their own idol prophets who spoke to them what they wanted to hear. They didn't want to hear from the one true living God. They wanted to hear from their own gods. So Jezebel had the Lord's prophets, the one true living God, his prophets, hid away in caves so they would no longer preach and teach the Word of God, and instead the society of that time was infiltrated with idol prophets, prophets of Jezebel and Ahab, prophets that only taught to them what they wanted to hear. And one of the problems with that mentality, and there are many problems there, of not wanting to hear the Word from a true man or woman of God is that we create itching ears to hear what we want to hear. This mentality breeds idolatry. The fact is that the Bible clearly articulates who our God is, what His statutes are, and what it means to be a true follower of Christ. 
Any other gospel other than that is nothing more than lifting up of man's pride and arrogance. And this will cause us to try to put God in a box. It'll cause us to try to shape and mold him into what we want to hear, into the God we want him to be. That's not true Christianity. We see this today being taught in the form of political correctness. We hear it all the time. The fact is that we are not God. We do not change God. And we should not try to twist Scripture or omit Scripture that is contrary to our own potentially sinful lifestyles. Just because it's uncomfortable to hear doesn't make it not true. We are not our own Lord. If, we, if all we want to hear is smooth things, then we are not improving and living spiritually. We shouldn't want to live a carnal life. We shouldn't desire when we get born again to walk with God and also keep, you know, keep one foot in the church and keep one foot in the world. No, you've got to make a decision now for the rest of your life. Are you going to live for God or are you going to live for the world? You can't have your cake and eat it too. A true experience with the Lord should cause us to not want to diminish Him, but to instead it should cause us to want to diminish ourselves. Because when we come into, into true reconciliation with God, then we all should have an experience where we realize that if it were not for Christ and Him alone, we would be nothing, and we would be doomed to eternity without God. There is no fruit in the doctrine of smooth preaching. There's a true problem in the church today where pastors preach, and I, I use air quotes there when I say preach, yet they never even open the Bible. There's a problem there if, if you go to church and the Bible's never even opened. There's a problem when all we hear from the pulpit are motivational teachings that tell us everything we want to hear to live a better life. We don't need a life coach. We need the Word of God. There's a problem if all we ever hear from preachers is words of encouragement. And don't get me wrong here, we need to be encouraged and we need to be motivated. And if you've listened to any other episode in this podcast, then you know that encouraging through the Word of God has kind of become a brand for us. A lot of our episodes are, are directed in that path, but it's not all about encouragement. Yes, the body needs to be lifted up. We need that. We need to be reminded of the promises of God if we're going to continue pressing toward the mark. There's nothing wrong with that, but that should not replace sound doctrine. There has to be a balance. We need to be encouraged, but we also need to be teachable and humble in the presence of His Word, and we need to grow and continue being sanctified throughout our walk with Christ. John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy Word is truth. God's Word is truth, and Jesus is the Word and the truth. John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father unless it's through Him, which requires us to lay down our own life, lay down our own intellect, our own understanding of this life around us, and instead live our life here with and through Christ, according to His Word. We cannot replace the Word with the feel-good gospel that builds up the flesh and tears down the spirit. That's not true Christianity. Point number two, if we desire to seek the teaching and the speaking of smooth things, then we become intolerant to God. 2 Timothy 4, verse 3 through 4 says, For the time will come when men will not tolerate sound doctrine, but with itching ears they will gather around themselves teachers to suit their own desires, so they will turn their eyes away from the truth and turn aside to myths. That's what happens if we do not tolerate sound doctrine. We turn our eyes from truth and we start looking towards myths. 
if this is the kind of Christianity we want, then we will find ourselves eventually coming to a point where we don't even want to hear the Bible. We see this today, too, where Christians don't want to hear about the judgment of God. It's uncomfortable. They don't want to hear the warnings of Scripture and of, of unrighteous living because it's just negative, and it doesn't feel good to hear. Of course it doesn't feel good to hear. It's never good to hear about judgment and warnings and discipline. That Those are things that, you know, as, as a human, they're hard to hear, but it's needed if we are to improve. It doesn't feel good to hear, but it does teach us. It does help us to live life better, and that's what we want, right? That's what we should want, especially if we're a born-again Christian. When we read the Bible and see that it might read our mail and teach us some things in our lives that we're doing that may not line up with the Bible, instead of bowing up in defense when we hear those things, we should be grateful that the Lord is teaching us. We should be thinking, thank you, Lord, for convicting me. Thank you for disciplining me. Thank you for showing me that there is something in my life you don't like. And the reason we're thanking him for that is so that we have an opportunity to improve and to live more righteous according to the word by the help of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for giving me time to make it right. Yes, we'll have setbacks, and yes, we'll miss the mark occasionally. We can't live a sinless life. There's only one person that has done that, and contrary to what the world teaches today, that person is not you or me. Only Christ lived a perfect life, and only He was sinless. Yet He still died a sinner's death for you and me, so we could walk in His grace and in His mercy. We must not take that for granted. We must not become intolerant to His word. That only will breed danger for us. We've got to get to the point where we can read or hear something scriptural that may not be easy to hear and take a deep breath and swallow down our pride and say, Thank you, Lord, for your word. And thank you for giving us time to repent and lay down that sin that so easily trips us up. Point number three is that we can become deceived if we seek only smooth teachings. We can become deceived and see evil things as good. Isaiah says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who turn darkness to light and light to darkness, who replace bitter with sweet and sweet with bitter. Despite what the world is teaching us today, there are clear things God calls good and things that God calls evil. Unfortunately, there are a lot of things God calls evil that the world teaches is good. And we must know the difference. Don't believe everything you hear today. Run to the Word. Dig out the nuggets that are there and look at black and red words on white paper and see it for yourself. Is what you're being taught, is it scripturally accurate? If the world is calling it good and the Bible is calling it evil, then the question is, which do you believe? Do you believe in our world system? Do you believe in what is being taught that's contrary to the Word of God? Or do you believe in the words of God through the Scripture? You've got to make that decision for yourself. Only you can decide for yourself. And if you hear any man or woman of God teach things that are contrary to the Word of God, then run. Don't take everything you hear from the pulpit and agree to it just because a preacher said it. Check it out for yourself. Discern for yourself. Line it up with the Word of God. Line upon line. Precept upon precept. If it's not biblical, then don't believe it. We must all be disciplined in this practice. We've all got to know the Word of God so that when we hear something, we can say, oh, that I don't think that was right. And we've got to discern, did that person say that out of, you know, was it an accident? Or are they teaching false doctrine? 
There's a difference too. People make mistakes. Preachers make mistakes. Doesn't mean that they're a false prophet. We've got to discern, are they continually teaching things that are contrary to the Word of God? Is their spirit in the right place and maybe they just flubbed and made a mistake? Or are they habitually teaching things that are inaccurate? Either way, we've got to decide for ourselves, and you've got to make a decision. If you're sitting in a church where you're hearing these things, you've got to decide, is this scripturally accurate? And if it's not, you've got to make the decision for yourself on how to move forward. The key, however, is that if you don't know what's in the Bible, then you can't line up with what the man or woman of God is teaching. You've got to open the Bible for yourself, Monday through Saturday, not just on Sunday morning or Sunday evening when you're at church. Monday through Saturday, you've got to find time to read it for yourself and learn for yourself and build knowledge for yourself so that when you do hear something, you have a reservoir within you to pull out of and say, I don't think that's right, or that is right. I know today's episode may seem kind of hard to hear, um, but it's important that we all take inventory of what is being taught today, both in the world and in the church. If we're going to stay on the straight and narrow, and if we're going to know where to go, left or right, straight or back, we've got to use the Word as our guide. We must all be diligent in the Word, because if we're not, then we'll find ourselves drifting away. And there are many points to make on the dangers of only wanting to hear smooth things, but if I could make a quick fourth point, it would be this. Having itching ears to only hear what we want to hear, it will cause us to drift from God. Like I mentioned earlier, it'll cause us to think in our minds of who God is rather than discovering His truth and His character through the words of the Bible. That's the problem that I've, I believe a lot of Christians have today is that we create within ourselves a character of who God is ourselves instead of letting the Bible decide and speak to the character and the mindset of the Lord. The Bible is our source for truth. We've got to open it. There you will find wisdom, knowledge, instruction, truth, and righteousness. That doesn't come from man. Only God can give that. So we've got to be careful, especially in this late hour where there are so many churches out there today that only speak smooth things. We must be careful to not adopt and buy into this doctrine. If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, it's not true. And it's that simple. So I pray that this episode has blessed you, and I pray that it helped us all to open our eyes and to hunger for God's righteousness above what simply may make us feel good, and to not just hear what we want to hear, but instead desire to hear what the Word of God has to say about certain situations and certain circumstances. Thank you all for your continued support of this ministry. Please don't forget to subscribe and follow us on your podcast platform. We're pretty much on most of the popular podcast platforms. So wherever you're listening to us right now, don't forget to subscribe or follow and make sure your notifications are on. That way, when we publish a future episode, you'll be notified. And if you are on social media, feel free to follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us just by searching for Cast the Word. And if you want to be more involved in this ministry and be engaged more, then I encourage you to visit our website at casttheword.com. At that website, you can scroll down to the bottom. There's a box for you to put in your name and your email address. And by doing so, you'll be included in our email newsletter, which goes out once a month. And it just kind of gives some stats and some information about what's going on behind the scenes, things that you know I don't really talk about on air. So if that is something that interests you, feel free to subscribe there. We'd love to have you included in our extended podcast family. 
God bless you all. Stay strong in the faith, and I look forward to talking to you next time.